Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Um, hey, guys, this, is, this isn't funny anymore. Seriously, you don't have to. I don't know what all the chanting's for, but you don't have to sacrifice me. I don't, could you, if you could just uh, untie me, this fire is getting really hot. <laughs> Thank you, my loyal followers. Now listen as I read you the gospel for the book of Rolling in the Geek. Hello, I'm Ken Brown, and as the Game Master for Riven, the Shattered Continent, I welcome you to our table. Team, please introduce yourselves. Um, hello, hello there. My name is Arcos Passaro. I'm an Alacocra monk from the Sanctuary of Okaido. I am the ringer of alarm bells and the protector of young Cassie. And I am portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Trevor Ironjar, forge cleric infused with the power of a being of flame to become an instrument of justice for the people. Portrayed by Brad Konow. Thank you, gentlemen, and thank you for joining us. Welcome back to Riven, and get ready for Rolling in the Geek. Hey, folks. Uh, sorry to ruin the regularly scheduled programming, but Brad has something that he would like to talk about. So if uh, you haven't been keeping up with things our uh we've got some new things going on with the new year uh first and foremost on our website we now have a page where we kind of give a quick summary of each episode and we've also attached a transcribed youtube video uh, youtube's transcribing isn't the greatest but we're slowly picking through it and trying to make it more accurate we aren't professionals but we're doing what we can to uh try to make our content as accessible as possible for everybody and we'll keep adding and changing things to the best of our capabilities as time goes on uh, also if you haven't if you haven't been there on the entry page we have a new animated trailer you can go check that out it's the uh, backstory to Riven with our own little bit of animation on it last but not least we're starting a bonus campaign this month at the end of every month, we're going to run a superhero campaign based on the power outage rule set. Uh, we're excited to play around with this system. 
And we have a special twist to add to each of these episodes. Uh, after our first episode, these will turn into a You Choose Our Adventure setup. You, the audience, will influence what happens each episode. We're extremely excited for you all to make your marks on our virtual table. Ken, back to you. Hey, it's Ken, your Game Master here. And on behalf of the Rick Geek family, we beseech thee, if we are pleasing to thine ear holes, please check out Rolling in the Geek on Patreon, and please rate or review us on Apple Podcasts or whichever listening platform you favor. It helps get more people at our table, and we can never have too many cooks in our kitchen. Now, back to three guys screaming at numbered shapes for not helping them enough. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. The Lethandarian priest, to everyone's great surprise, ends up being a bad guy. What? With his illusion magic, he makes Harkos think he's on fire. And Harkos panics, taking him out of the fight completely, and then eventually twists the minds of Trevor and Jorik. Eventually, they fell the creature and investigate the remains to find Dragon Rock embedded in its heart. They find the real altar, then the two acolytes who were actually trapezoids. With the amulets off the kobolds, they open the trap door under the fake Dragon Rock altar and go below to find the real priest strapped to various arcane devices and utters out the words that Cyraxis will rise again. And that is where we pick back up with you guys below the Temple of Lathander and this priest all strapped up. So what do you do? Is he saying it like crazy cultists, Cyraxis will rise again? Or like normal priest dude that just got put through hell, Cyraxis will rise again? Uh... I would say more on the side of, like, crazed cultist oh, type thing. That's depressing. Uh, so why don't we start off with a roll uh, and uh, have the both of you do a perception check. Thanks a lot, Trevor. You're welcome. I will start that Ooh! out with a whopping... 19. <laughs> I got a dirty 20. Ooh. Oh, shit. Ooh. Uh, okay, so the first thing that you notice, out, you hear him say these words, and it kind of takes you back, but it almost kind of snap focuses you that your eyes are drawn down, <clears throat> uh, that there's, like, a tear in his robes. And under in through that terror, you can see blood. Uh, that it, he's been cut, and something about it feels familiar to you. Oh boy. Uh, uh I want to check. Oh, I don't. I don't really want to touch him. I'm very scared. I'll do it. But I, I, I want to check his chest. So after he says the words, he, his head kind of flops down, and his chin, his chin is resting on his chest. I'll, I'll go over there and and using his forehead move his head back up so we can inspect 
Yeah, Har Harkos will say out loud that we should look at his chest because Nick, hearing Ken say it looks familiar, the only thing I could think of that would cause blood would be arcane carvings into the ribcage. Yeah. Maybe. I know you say maybe. I'm telling Brad so that we're on the same thought path in case we weren't. You stay out of it. This is not your conversation to have. <laughs> um, we're talking so yeah, about you, not with you. Or to you. <laughs> you're not part of the group. You're in charge of it. Stay yeah. out. Can you uh, put shit together and do it then? Trevor, maybe dug. check his, his chest. There, are you happy? I felt forced. <laughs> I felt dirty and forced. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I'll I'll put my hand on his forehead to lift his push his head back up and then check his chest. Trevor, I okay. said his chest not his... Oh, you're do never mind. Continue. <laughs> uh, so you push his head back uh, and it looks like he's kind of dozed off. Like his head is just kind of dead weight as you push it up. Okay. Uh, and you move the the robes kind of out of the way, and you you did the connect the dots thing with the symbol down in the mines, and this is your first time seeing it actually carved into a fresh victim. Fun. What uh, what does it look like? It's an arcane symbol. That's all that you know. Oh, about okay. It. Yeah. Because we even, we asked Puffles down in the mines, and he was just like, it's definitely arcane. And we were like, cool, thanks, Puffles. Uh, yeah. Really glad uh, well, you're it, he, <laughs> he, he said it was definitely arcane, and it's definitely necromantic. Yeah. Okay. Which wasn't his fault. He rolled like shit. But, <laughs> <laughs> but still, that was the information he gave us. Which, in all honesty, is better than Trevor and Arcos did, so. Correct. So in, in seeing that, Harkos is going to react again. Oh, God! I, I was hoping to be wrong! That's absolutely... That's awful! Mm, please close it. Please, please, <laughs> please close the robes. Please. Um, um, uh, so it, Harkos, you're talking and you see the, the priest's eyes flutter. And he kind of locks eyes with, with you, Harkos. Oh, dear. And he says... <clears throat> We are all just food for the dragons. And then his eyes flutter again, and then, Trevor, you can feel his, his head give out, and he just, it's leaning against you again. Uh, okay, so I, I know you just said the leaning against you thing, but as soon as he says we're all food for the dragons, Trevor's gonna slap him. Just... <laughs> just you're gonna kill him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so you you give him a you give him a whack. Uh, he passes out just fully. You slap him and he just kind of conks over. Yeah, His I'm, head is all lolled off to the side. That feels good. I, I don't even <laughs> okay. care. Okay, in game, Tre Trevor, you're going to kill him. Stop! No, <laughs> he's so frail. Look at him. He's old and he's dying. And you don't stop. He just had two d failed death saves because of you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. One more of those, he's out of the campaign, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> Fuck. Can we can we undo him from the, the from the stuff? I don't know if I would want to undo him from the stuff. Well, he can't perform an annulment from that chair, can he, Trevor? <laughs> All right. 
Yeah. You think that's... you think he's strapped to the chair because he willingly wants to be food for the dragon, or do you think maybe the creepy trapezoids in a trench coat upstairs that are Ansigar's brethren um, fucking did it to him? Because I, mean... I bet you he's not friends with the people who locked him down here. <sighs> All right, fine. I'll uh, I'll start. There's only one way to make him better, and it ain't leaving him in the creepy dungeon. I can, okay, uh, so right away, I, you're you're looking at unstrapping him, and both of his arms uh, at the wrist and on the bicep are strapped into this chair with uh, various tubes and stuff that are actually in in like in him, uh, and then he has a strap around his chest, his uh, around his waist. Uh, upper legs and around his calves and uh, then there are spikes driven through his feet ah! that are connected up into these machines as well. Okay. The only part of him that is completely loose is his head. Uh, so Harkos is gonna turn like he we're gonna take all this in and we'll go Trevor, stay here. Give me just a second, and I'm gonna run back upstairs into the church. Okay. You run upstairs. And upon getting there, is the is the town still gathered out here? Uh, I remember that the door got. Oh yes, yeah, of course they are. Yeah, <laughs> silly me. Um, so I'm uh, going to address her. Excuse me. Um, I is there. By any chance, any healers or some form of doctor or medical professional? Right, I'm, I'm Josh, gonna, I'm are you gonna, out there? I'm going to stop you right there because the doors got fused shut. I know, but aren't they? There aren't. Weren't they inside the church or were they outside uh, the church? They, they got outside. pushed out of the church. They got pushed the doors, out. The doors. I. The only ones that were inside of the church with you were the guards that separated everybody. Motherfucker! Else. I didn't know that. <laughs> Shit. All right, well, I'm flying up to the bell and getting the fuck out of here. Okay. Because I know I can get out that way because I've done been through that way. Okay. Uh, where are you? Are you just going down to the crowd? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, okay. that's the that's the biggest uh, congregation of people that could probably give me information. So I'm going to go, like, down in front of the doors. Um, and I'm going to stay in the air because I'm not getting anywhere near the people that like to call me fucking feral um and I'm, I'm gonna ask the same thing i'm gonna ask if there's any healers or people medicine-y people in uh, the near vicinity you, you see them all kind of mumble to themselves like to each other and they just look up at you and then as one collective hive mind shake their head no <laughs> do you know where i can find the nearest one uh, they they all point to the fucking church because they know that Jorik is in there. Ah, uh, <laughs> and he's drained, and I'm drained. I, mm -hmm. uh, who, oh, who? You you remember that there is an apothecary who did some of the healing for the people in uh in the sparring yards. Uh, you don't know if this would be outside of his realm though. Well, I mean, if that's the only information I got, like, I know, I heard Jorik say that he ain't got much else when he smacked Trevor on the butt, so, uh, 
I guess I would go looking for somebody, probably Nigel if he's there, but go to the barracks looking for somebody. Uh, uh, Nigel to... is not among the crowd. No, I no, I was I said I would go oh, over oh, okay. to the the barracks and see if. Oh, okay. Looking for anybody, presumably Nigel will be there, but looking for anyone who can give me information about the... Or someone to talk to, to try and gain information about uh, the whereabouts of this apothecary. Okay, uh, so you head to the barracks. Uh, it looks like most of, the, most of the normal townsfolk are kind of gathered around the... Uh, uh, the Temple of Lathander right now, but you get back to the uh, you get back to the barracks uh, and are you going in or are you just like hovering around? Well, if I don't see anyone... You don't that, see anybody out in the yard. Yeah, Sorry, then, I should then, have clarified then, that. Then, then I'll, then I, then I, yeah, I'll go inside because I gotta, I gotta find somebody. Okay, uh, give me... Well, actually... Uh, do you want... I'm going to roll a percentile, so do you want high percent or low percent? Uh, high. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, so, you uh, go in, and you see Nigel is in the, the main area, and uh, Puffles is with him. That uh, It looks like Puffles is kind of giving him a rundown of what the fuck just happened. Like down below, okay. like in the mine. Uh, so I I'm I'm going to, okay, um, Nigel, Nigel, okay, hi Puffles, um, Nigel, I am, uh, whoo, hmm. hang on, <sighs> Nigel, Get, I need your breath, son. I, it's okay. I need uh, it's it's not okay. I need someone who um. Uh, uh, I need someone who can maybe help with uh, healing and or is is knowledgeable uh, in in medicine. Uh, the, there's a problem with the priest at the church, and Jorik is out of uh, and Trevor. They're both they can't they're not of any help. Also, the door is fused shut, so I'm gonna have to fly you in. I'm sorry. Uh, so Puffles will actually say, uh, I I believe that I can help with that. Uh, he starts. He, he so you say that he, he like he kind of instinctively goes down and he pulls the his spell book out from the chains that it's wrapped up in and he starts flipping through uh <clears throat> nigel will say uh well the the apothecary might be able to help uh he's helped many that have gotten scrapes and bruises and cuts and broken limbs in the yard i would imagine that he can help you with most anything what is going on uh, it's it's very very bad and hard to explain and I don't I don't know how much help it will be but I know Trevor and I should not touch what has happened. I oh. I, I just okay. I, not alone. We need someone to help. I I do not want to kill him. Kill kill whom? The 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 priest. He's in tr he's in trouble. There's a secret room. I There's lots of tubes and. Right. Stabbing needles and it's very, it's very oh. bad. It's very, very bad. There's a chest carving and there. It's a long story, but there, there is a dying priest in the basement of the church, in the secret basement that I don't think anyone knows about. <laughs> you, I, okay, so uh, I. <laughs> this is a lot of information, <laughs> and I'm sorry. I, I, Puffles will say I will go and start working on the door, and I. Uh, then uh, Nigel will kind of wave you 
back and he takes you back into back towards the area that uh, uh, Jorik's office was in and takes you down a different hallway and uh, then get you get to a door that is labeled as the medic and you pop it he pops it open and the apothecary is in there kind of restocking his uh, his backpack um excuse excuse male female yes. okay excuse me sir um pardon hello it, it yeah um i if if you could kindly i need you to um come with me please uh there is a, someone in need of um medical assistance in in the in the sanctuary um and uh, the only other people I can think of to help can't help right now, and I don't know if it's gonna be outside your range, which is the only other person that anyone in town seems to think is helpful. You're, you're uh, kind of sounding a little panicked there. Uh, I'm very panicked, it's to, very creepy. You're gonna calm the shit down, like, right now. Mm, I'm calm. I have, I have, like, he, he, he rifles around and he pulls out a, he pulls out a vial. He's like, uh... I, I make sure that you stay calm. Uh, you wanna you wanna drink this? No. Sure. Yep. Okay. I feel great. I need you to come with me, please. I I believe you twenty percent. Um, we we really we really should be going though. I I don't. Fifteen percent. I, I don't know how bad it is. Your numbers are not helping with the calm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he gathers up his backpack and he uh, he throws it over. His arm, and he... Oh, alright, lead the way. Okay, it's this way. And I'm gonna fucking dart off. Okay, uh, so you dart off, uh, and he follows behind you. You run over to the, uh, uh, to the Temple of Lathander, and the, the crowd has, has moved away from the door, uh, because you could hear Puffles yelling at him, like, Get out of the way! Uh, and uh, as you come up, you see Puffles has one paw on the door, and the other is holding his uh, is holding his spell book. And he says some arcane words, and then you see this burst of electricity and a crack of thunder come out from him, and it blows the door open. And he uh, waves you on in. Puffles, that is great power. We will have to talk more about it later. Thank you. I only have so many I can do a day. It wasn't uh, worth it. <laughs> uh, okay, so you rush past and uh, you get to the... There are guards lady. strewn about everywhere and Harkos goes, Not them! Not yet! Not right now! They're not the important ones! Please follow me! Some of them are starting to stir a little bit. I mean, it's been a little bit of time. See? They're uh, fine. <laughs> uh, so uh, you take him over to the stairs. You take him down. And he... Uh, this wasn't here before. I didn't this think so. New. It's very oh. weird and creepy. Oh, he, as you guys are walking down, he's looking around like, yeah, definitely creepy. Trevor, I brought help! Uh, so Trevor, you, your friend rejoins you. He has the apothecary. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, it's the best I could do. So, the, the apothecary comes in, and, uh, Trevor, what, what have you been doing during this little... This little escapade. Probably just checking over like the the tubes and the wounds and everything just to see what's 
what could potentially be done, maybe? Like, the best way to All remove right. them? Uh, do an Arcana check. That is... a... 13. Okay. Uh, you have no idea what the substance is that is... is it's almost like he's got, like, 30 IV bags around him. Uh, that are all tied into these uh, that are all tied into these tubes uh, and then there's some of them that are going into some of these machines that you see around uh, that it, you don't really understand what they're doing uh, the the thing that you will notice now though uh, which is one of the, the lower tier things that uh, as part of this there are runic inscriptions around every point that he is injected. That there's little glyphs around each one. So, like, at the injection site, there is, like, a a rune where uh, the needle goes in. That's actually, like, it was very, it was, it was faint, so it's not something that it, it jumped out at you. Uh, but it was just a, just a faint glowing rune that's on his skin. So what do you do with that information? I will relay it to said people in the room. Uh, okay. Before anything gets done here, I would like to point out that there are strange runic symbols around all of these bad things. Well, let me let me see if I can get him to the world of the living first, and then we'll we'll worry about We'll worry about everything else. Lab, oh, then, then he starts talking strange things that we do not like to hear. Well, uh, let me that's make... why Trevor hit him a few minutes ago. Well, I guess I'll have to take care of that, too. Uh, but let me make sure that he's going to live, because, you know, the rest of it doesn't matter if he's not going to live. Okay. So he, he he goes and he puts the, the backpack down and opens it up to his little to make his little laboratory. Uh, and he starts messing around with different tinctures and potions. And I'm going to roll tinctures and potions. Okay. Uh, so he starts uh, applying some different things. And uh, you actually see his first applications uh, actually start to sizzle ah. on this guy. And he goes, well, that's not supposed to happen. <laughs> he takes, Oh, that's not a good noise. <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't smell good in here. Uh, so he uh, it, he kind of gets a cloth and he wipes away some of what he applied and re-cleans the area. Uh, and he's going to do a take two on that. Okay, so he, uh, he, he puts whatever he just used away uh, and he pulls out something else. And starts to apply it with much better results. Uh, and uh, starts... He pulls out some thread and needle and, and sews up a couple of cuts that are on him. And uh, sanitizes those wounds. And you, you see him working for, for a fair bit of time. Uh, and the guy is kind of like in and out of consciousness that he's not really saying anything. And then he'll kind of pull his head up and he looks over at the apothecary and he starts to say something and then he just kind of drifts off and he 
He pops back down. Starts to say something, and Trevor slaps him again. <laughs> Please reframe from hitting the patient. <laughs> There's not a schoolyard brawl, young man. All right, I'm going to have him do another check. Okay, uh, so he finishes up the, the what he's doing, and then he uh, pushes the guy's head back, and then puts a potion up to his lips and starts pouring. And see the guy start, he, he starts to swallow it. And the the priest does. Uh, and then, you know, like, uh, just starts, bu- the whole whole body starts and bubbling. Explodes. And yep. then everything explodes, and now you're all infected. All right. Uh, but no, that, that that is not canon. That did not happen. I've only uh, go inside Trevor's head to try and fix it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so... You uh, you see that the guy like kind of it's almost like kind of color returns to him, and he starts to look a little bit healthier. Uh, and then the apothecary puts everything away, closes up the lab, looks over at you, and says, "Well, that's all that I can do. It's oh. up to the gods now." Oh boy. He's not going to die unless you hit him really hard. Um, it, he keeps speaking as he was. Uh, it may happen. Um, please, please don't strike the patient. Hmm. Yes, I, I agree with the apothecary. Thank you. Uh, I will be back in my office if you need anything else. Hopefully... You don't have anything else crazy like this, but all the rest of this is way outside of my, uh... Yeah, it's outside of my pay grade, which is nothing. <laughs> okay, could could you maybe... Could you maybe send Puffles down on your way out, please? Thank you. Uh, sure. Uh, he, he, so he, he goes up the stairs, and then... Uh, a few moments later, you hear uh, the, you hear Puffles' loud ass pause because he can't stealth <laughs> for can't shit. Stealth for shit, yeah. It just oh, plop shit. onto the Jesus. stairs. Uh, so he he walks down and you see him kind of investigating the the surroundings and well, this is just a shit show. It definitely was not good. I. How did any of this happen down here with nobody noticing? Uh, something tells me that this priest probably noticed at some point, but we, we um... How we did all of... of this happen with nobody but the priest noticing? Um... Elian's not the best mayor. Well, let's just... We'll, we'll start and end with that for now. We can't seem to get him out of the chair because there's, there's very scary writing all over his... Entry points... Hmm. Well, let me take a look. I uh, so Puffles gets down and starts looking at some at the injection sites and the stuff that Trevor was looking at. Everything looks safe. Go ahead and pull it out. Oh. Uh, so he he takes a look at the first one and instantly says, "Huh. Interesting. Was a creative use of a locking spell that." They've actually used arcade locks to lock this into his flesh. It's like locking a door, but with a needle. It's creative, if not uh, inhumane. Terrifying. 
how how do we unlock them? Well, with a simple counter spell. Uh, so, let me flip through my spell book here. And you see, he pulls the the tome off of his off of his waist again, and ah, yes, here we go. And he starts reading down. And he says, "This will take me." Uh, this will take me some time. Uh, it, I. He's kind of counting. One, two, three, four. So this is going to take me. Uh, it's going to take me about an hour and a half, actually. So oh, good. Do is there any way we can assist you? Uh, well, the leave. <laughs> <laughs> well. I don't believe so. Uh, I, if you want to keep yourselves company down here, I guess you can stay, but uh, know that I will not be one for conversation because I must do cool chants and movements <laughs> in order to cast these ritualistic spells to break the locks. Mm. I... There will be dancing if you want to, uh, if you want to help with that. I think I will go take a nap. It's, it's mm-hmm. been a stressful few days, and, well, I'm in need of recovery well, myself. So if you can handle this by yourself, then uh, I, I'm going to leave. Are you wanting to do, like, a long rest, or are you going to do a short rest? I... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, oh. Why, the two of you have had a very long day, obviously. Uh-huh. So, uh, and as have I, but I've actually gotten some time to rest while you all were tearing hey. down different parts of the city. So, uh, you go ahead and, and get yourselves <laughs> some good rest. It, it honestly feels like this day has gone on for weeks. <laughs> it, it does. Uh, it's it's a very strange sensation. That it's like I'm losing entire chunks of time and then picking back up after some asshole throws out the these cliffhangery type endings. It's like you could almost see the narrative pouring out in front of us as we are going through this. I've it's been such a long day. I could have swore that this morning happened sometime a year ago. It's it's so strange. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, if you want to uh, give definitely Puff, long rest. If you want to give Puffle some time, uh, then we can. You guys can go ahead and get a a full rest in. Yeah, that, that's, let's, that's, let's that's, do it. That's a solid idea, Trevor. However, oh, as much as I would like to sleep, uh, as well. I think we need to take care of the two tied up semi bad guys that are upstairs in the chapel room with just Jorick protecting them from the guards we beat the shit out of. Ah, oh, crapola. Before we go to sleep and then wake up in a jail cell That's... because the two people we tied up are now free because the yep. guards overpowered Jorick and let them free yep. and they threw us in jail for mutiny. Yep. <laughs> So we need to we need to deal with that problem before we can deal with the hit point problem. <laughs> I fully agree. 
Trevor's tired I, brain was not thinking I, about I, that. I don't want to get involved in anything else before we sleep, but we kind of have to. <laughs> we've, we've set up a super <laughs> shitty situation, and we got to clean it up before we can nap it away. <laughs> yeah, yep. All right, so I you want, head back upstairs. I uh, wanted to make sure that was said out loud before Ken goes, while you were sleeping. No, 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 motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I was fucking working something, too. That's such bullshit. God damn it. I was trying to manipulate you. Uh, oh, oh. All right, so you head upstairs, uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Jorik is sitted, sitting in one of the pews with uh, Ansigar and Elian. Uh, both thrown up on top of the pew, just like oh. he manhandled him up on top of there, and he's sitting next to him, <laughs> and uh, he's cleaning his fingernails. Nice. What about the guards? Uh, they're they're uh, gone. <laughs> I, oh. They all they all woke up and fucked off. Good, uh, Jorik. Uh, hey, uh, some bad shit going on down there. I'm guessing. Uh, yes. It will be done soon enough. Uh, what happened to the uh, the uh, gods? Ah, uh, well, let's just say that they're uh, no longer to be stepping foot in Iron's Edge uh, upon pain of me stabbing the shit out of them. Oh, oh damn! Wonderful. I I like this decision. Yeah, so uh, I had some of the loyal guards go ahead and boot him out of town. Wonderful. And you know how uh, you know how diligent that that main gate guard is. Oh yes, <laughs> quite. Oh yes, so many locks. K, he's 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 very nice, Mister K is. Yes. How'd you know his name? He doesn't really introduce himself that often. K. K. Yeah, that's his name. <laughs> He, he's a man of few words. One of those few is his name, so... It's, uh... did, did you ever wonder why... He, it's not like a Hodor situation, but, you know, it's the same principle. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Sorry, is that... Is that copyrighted? I don't remember. It's fine. I'm sure one of us will eventually run out of money and learn to shut up. Uh... <laughs> Just kidding, that happened on episode two. <laughs> Just kidding, man. Uh, uh, Jesus. Uh, and, um, oh, go ahead. Uh, I, no, you can go ahead and talk. I'm still <sighs> flustered from uh, George R.R. Fuckface. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> Should we uh, throw these two in a couple cells? Uh, Hakos and I need a rest, something fierce. Hmm. Well, I can understand that. I probably should get some sleep, too. Uh. Yes. Well, Elian's guards are kind of taking up the only jail cells that we got. And I don't really like the idea of throwing these two numbskulls into uh, cells with people that are loyal to them. We could put them in the mine and then bomb it shut. Ooh, that's a good one. Dig them out when we're ready. Are, are they awake? Can they hear that? Because that's that's amazing if they are. Make a make a perception check. Oh yes, jackasses. Eighteen. 
Okay. Yeah, uh, they're both awake. Good. And they're they're looking at you wide eyed and, and shaking their head like. Ah. Mm, 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 yes. Mm. Yes. The 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 mine would could be. Could be a great idea. I mean, that's what they were going to do to us anyways, and if, if we need to seal it up to save the city, then perhaps we should. That was not even a real suggestion. You know that. That took me for no reason. If, um, as, as much as that would ruffle my feathers in quite a nice way, I, I, do, I do think that it would take quite some time to dig them out in, in hopes that they're still there for us to reprimand them for their shortcomings. Maybe instead we um, we could go lock them in the Tin Leaf Manor and take our rest there as well, Trevor. That way we make sure they stay put. It's the only other place in town I could think that might be secure enough. So from behind you, you hear Melia's silken speech. Oh. Oh. Uh, <laughs> God. Well, there are a fair number of rooms within the Tin Leaf Manor that would be more than sufficient to hold them. R- rooms that they will not be able to escape from? Yes, for sure. Especially if we um, leave them tied. I quite like them this way. More manageable. I, I agree with that. Uh, let's, let's head that way then. I'm in very much need of rest. Okay. Uh, so, uh, do you just drag their happy asses there? Oh, yes. Glory. Uh, uh, no? They're happy, so, like, it's okay. No, I'm, I'm saying that's fine, but Ken just said they're happy asses, so clearly what we're doing isn't that bad. Oh, so. yeah, okay. So, but yes, I right. gladly will drag them again. Uh, which one... Hakos, which one would you like to take? Though I do wish to drag Elian this time. Okay, I will. I will take uh, Ansigar again. He put bugs in my feathers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would feel like that would be a pretty, pretty big source of betterment. Oh, it is. It's it definitely is. Oh, if it's a word. if. If Illusionary Man hadn't died, he would also have some bitterness towards him for lighting me on fake fire. <laughs> uh, okay, so you uh, you grab a hold of uh, of Elian and Ansigar, and uh, then Melia will uh, lead you back to the manor. Uh, yeah, same so, same thing. Ansigar's getting grabbed by the back of the knee and and drug. Oh good we're doing this for a good ow 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 I I want I because of the bitterness about the bugs, I'm going to make sure that Harkos grabs Elian like in the cushiest part of his clothing with his taloned hands and air quotes accidentally rips through them a fair bit as he pulls Elian through town. Because I know they're already getting dirty. I already told you that you already destroyed it, and now you're destroying it more. <laughs> I do wish I could understand him, but he's just—he's got something in his mouth. <laughs> uh, okay, so you drag—you drag Elian and Ansigar back across town. 
uh, over to the Tin Leaf Banner, and as you are walking up, you see the two guards that are normally at the gate. And they are watching as you approach. Greetings! Hello! Give him a wave with my free hand. Hi. What you doing? Uh, we're just, uh... Going, Taking these two inside. Going into the manor here, behind. It's by order of Melia. Melia. Uh, Tinleaf, so... You know, I'm, I'm right here. You could have me speak for myself. She's right here. She can speak for herself. <laughs> you don't. No one told me she came to. I assume she did, but she hadn't said anything. Well, I was just harkosing my way through. I said that she, she was led leaving. the way. Yeah. I was too busy thinking about tearing Elian's clothes. Okay, I'll be honest. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was a little excited. It's been a long week. It feels really nice to be a dickhead to somebody. I. Uh, so she will. Step towards the guards, and uh, then they they uh, kind of they do that crossed spear thing as she walks up, and she looks at the two of them, and she says, "Both of you know who really controls this situation. You will remove your weapons, and if you wish to stay loyal to that bound piece of elven refuse." then you will leave my city. If you wish to stay loyal to the city itself, then go ahead and just let us pass. And I'm going to go ahead and roll to see what they do. Okay, yeah. They, uh, they, uh, look at, they look at her, they look at the two of you, they look at the two of them bound up, and then they go, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and, and, just mosey on over here and they take a couple of big side steps out of the way and uh, you all can pass through the gate. That was a, a very good decision because as much as Harkos and I have been enjoying this part Amelia is quite proficient with the uh, stabby. Uh, Nothing uh, vital! Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, yes. <laughs> they both look a little nervous. <laughs> You'll just have trouble breathing. Maybe the one on the left is the one on the left is a little turned on. <laughs> you should probably back off. <laughs> you a celibate my, monk or they're uh, my winged darkness babies. <laughs> no, I have a cobalt girl. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Girlfriend on a pirate uh, ship. Yeah. She's definitely real, so shut up. Yeah. (laughs) What do you know? You're just in charge of the world. Shut up. God. Uh, so you guys head in. Uh, the uh, It is getting more towards evening at this point. So the uh, the normal <clears throat> spattering of groundskeepers have all re- retired back to their various hovels at this point. Uh, and so you have a clear shot up to the main doors of the Tinleaf Estate. I'm assuming you proceed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Do you just bust open the door and... Oh, no. And, no, we don't want to well, be rude to the house. It, I mean... I will I will either knock or if, since she is here, if she wants to open the door, she can. Okay. Well, she, she heads up first and she opens up the door her uh, on her own. And as soon as she opens up the door, you can see the butler. Uh, My butler? Uh, what? The one I talked to. I know he's out yes, blind. Yes, mine. yes, yes. Yes. <clears throat> uh, that he is on the second floor balcony, and he sees the door open, and then quickly runs down the stairs and uh, stands in front of Melia and like kind of puts his hands behind his back and kind of bars the path a little bit. They, you could see his art, his eyes darting between Elian and her. I you guys wanna I, I would I would ask what the issue is, but I know he can't Melia, M- do you do you know why he stops us? Well he is quite loyal to Elian. This is uh this is a I don't want to say friend, but I it's like one of the him. few good things that Elian did with his life is rescue this poor lad. Listen, good sir, I I, I understand, but he has made some bad choices and put many people's lives, including our own, in danger and there was even a point where he was going to destroy the cave entrance to lock us in there and he needs to pay for his crimes and we 
this this will not impact you at all aside from you just need to leave him be and let him be tried yeah. properly if we want if 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 we wanted him dead he would have died a few hours back when he tried to fight us in Jorik's office we are not those kind of people much like we brought Ansigar out of the mine when we could have left him for the trapezoids which would have made me quite happy but they both deserve to answer Gar for what they've done <laughs> I'm sorry it, it popped into my head right as I said it and I couldn't not do it <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> so the, uh, the butler will point to Elian and then put his hand over his heart. You love, you love him? I'm, there's, you owe him your life? I, um, I under. Very confused, Trevor. <laughs> I, I am not one hundred percent here either. Well, he he points harder at Elian and and then like taps his hand on his chest, like right by his heart. You want to, Amelia? <laughs> he help. Is can you in, can you interpret? <laughs> he is, I. I we are am telling you that this this man is unerringly loyal to Elian. I do not want to lock him up as well. He has done nothing wrong. But <sighs> if, if he's going to be a problem, we, we can't have no. Elian getting free. I think that the only thing that we can do is lock him up as well. Uh, Tre Trevor looks him... really bummed out by this decision, because as much as dude's kind of creepy, uh, he didn't do anything. <laughs> but if we leave him out free, then I am fairly certain that he will attempt to free... Elian, at the very least, and if not just Elian, then the both of these pieces of filth. If that is how it must be, I suppose. She, uh, she looks over to him, and she says, I am sorry, but as the future of the Tin Leaf line, I must relieve you of duty. And she takes his hand and uh, kind of puts it behind his back and then starts leading him in the same direction that you guys were going. He doesn't put up a fight, but he, you know, is he definitely does not look happy. We, well, I, I'm not happy either. <laughs> we, we are very sorry it has to come to this, but you're not leaving us any choice. He, uh, he looks back at you. You can see that he's angry. But he's also sad. Like he, it's it's that he's that sangry, sangry. Yeah. Trevor, get him a Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This All right. Sucks. So uh, she uh, she leads you 
uh, is the, the highest floor that you were on before was the second floor. You knew that there was a third floor from when you were like looking at the manor, but you had never been up there. And so she takes you up to that, that second floor landing where all the tables were set and it was right outside of the little dining area. And he, uh, uh, well, she turns down the right hallway and takes you to a door that opens into a stairwell that leads up to the next floor. Uh, and then takes you down or take (laughs) (laughs) she 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 leads you uh along with the well with the butler in front of her leads everybody up the stairs and then opens up another door into the third floor where there is just a, a a small hallway with uh various doors that uh well once once she gets up there she opens up one of the doors and it's just a very uh it's a very plain looking bedroom there's not a whole lot to it there's there's a desk and a bed and that's pretty much it and a dresser we'll say there's a dresser sweet is this is this where we leave them? Uh, she she looks over at you and she says, "These are uh, uh, these are estate rooms for visitors to the city. Uh, they are not the nicest rooms, but uh, it is quite a fall from this height, and there is no roof to speak of for them to try to escape out of. And if they do try to escape, they will fall." And she looks directly at them. <laughs> they will fall and damage themselves badly so these are unfortunately the most secure rooms that we have and she uh she pulls a a ring of keys out of her pocket and jingles them works for me all right then i'm gonna pick elian up walk towards the bed and then make a hard turn over to the wall and put him in the corner (laughs) Nobody put Elian in the corner. I just did. Shit. <laughs> he tries to wriggle away from the corner. Like, so that he's in the middle of the wall instead of the corner. Put 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 Ansigar by him so he can't wriggle. <laughs> Push the dress, put the dresser and like an end table up on either side. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> uh, are you wanting to put them together or are you no they need them? to go in no, different no. rooms yeah i was waiting for that one okay uh so you deposit uh elian in one room uh you leave and she locks the door behind you you go to the next one you throw ansigar in there and she locks the door and then go to the next and throws their gently pushes the butler in and then locks the door behind him as as she's closing that door i'm sure trevor will echo the same sentiment but i i do want it said from her because i am truly sorry it must be this way but it it is the only way for now uh well i do feel really shitty so nick yeah you feeling lucky no, what do you want me to lucky? do? Uh, you want high or low? Low. Okay, I'm rolling a 20-sider. Okay, uh, so he looks at you and 
Uh, I, I think because you guys had some, you had a good rapport with him from yes. your first meeting. And so he, he looks at you and you can, you can still see the, the sangry in his eyes. Uh, but he, he nods solemnly to you. Uh, and he goes over to the bed and he just sits. I mean, I feel a little better. I still feel like a dickhead, but <laughs> I'm glad he understands. Uh, so she closes that door and locks it and, uh, she steps away and she looks at the two of you and she opens her arms and says, well, we have the run of the house. So, uh, any of these other rooms are open to you. Okay. Thank you. Harkos. Um, could you do me a favor, please? Oh shit, she's been in my room. <laughs> yes. Um could you um could you could you not I know, I know it's coming. <laughs> um I I would really appreciate if you would not um uh dismantle our our estate rooms um i know that there there's there's a fair number of rooms and a fair number of beds and i know that you will have a temptation i could make the biggest of nests it would be so comfy um Did i you... do not i do not want to have to make you nest on the roof so uh please please resist your baser urges for now, please, until you get back to your um, your regular accommodations that are not my very expensive mattresses and <laughs> pillows, please. Did, did you did you like my nest? I'm sorry I had to leave you there. It it was surprisingly comfortable, isn't it? But, though it's um, so lovely. I will do my best, I promise. I'm sorry. I I would I would very much appreciate. Uh I I don't want to uh, I don't want to make you feel unwelcome, but you know, when when in Iron's Edge we, we do It's trying to make a when it when when you're in Rome joke, but it just didn't play. So uh with, I, the, these are these are very expensive mattresses and bedding. So please uh, resist. I shall. Thank you. Uh, and as for myself, I will be retiring to my chambers, which are downstairs. If you do need anything, just uh, holler. I'm sure that I will hear you. I I do not need uh, do not need sleep as you do, but. I will, I will be available should you need anything. She's gone for three minutes, and Amelia, I need new sheets. I'm very sorry. I'm weak. <laughs> I'm a weak bird. I apologize. <laughs> I wouldn't. Okay. I can, uh, I can, so I can okay. Manage. Now the real question is: Do you nest, or are you resisting the temptation? I. The I, thought occurs to you. Yes, it does. I'm trying to I, I, not, 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 not. Oh, the thought occurs to you 
to strip the bedding off of all of the beds up here. Oh, I'm fully aware of all of the beds. And then just make a big blanket nest? Rather than tearing things apart to create a nest, you could just make a big nest out of blankets and pillows. Um, but, yeah, so that's uh, it's up to you. I do that. <laughs> do, you do, do you try to take Trevor's? No, Tre- Trevor can try and keep his. I, I do. I do not. I do not try to take Trevor's. He can try and keep his, but uh, I'm, I'm. If if he has that big of a problem, he can attempt to make a small nest in my room because they will be coming to my room. Um, or he can sleep without pillows and blankets. You know, it's fine. Just turn on a fan. You'll be cool. He'll be. He'll be totally chill. Solid. Trevor. No. You can try and convince me to leave you your pillows and blankets, but I'm telling you, not ripping up the beds for the feather, featherednesses and cotton and all that, it's taking a lot out of me. I need all the pillows and blankets I can get. So, if you want to RP it as you're trying to go to sleep, <laughs> you're... Tre- Trevor? Yes? Do, do you open the door? Yes. My arms are full of blankets and pillows. I, what? What? I need. What? Please don't. Please don't ask. I'm. I'm very ashamed. Um. I need. I need yours. Also, please, as well. But. But. But I need mine. Mm. But do you know? I. I, I don't think. You, Amelia will be thrilled about me coming to cuddle. Trevor, you. You barely have any feathers left as is. I, I mean, I need to keep mine as prim and pristine as possible. And you, you don't, uh, no offense, but I just, I really need to, Amelia doesn't want me tearing up the, pl- I would, re- I would very much like to have your pillows and blankets. Uh, hello? Um, I'm hearing a lot of speaking up there and not a lot of sleeping. Are <laughs> are, are you doing okay? We're just, yes, everything's fine. We're just, um, uh, making plans for the coming uh, days like are you going somewhere or like making lunch plans like you should be sleeping okay I'm sorry Trevor I need them now <sighs> oh, oh fine take them oh jeez you're just gonna hand them off <laughs> thank you Harko's just gonna rush in and scoop them up in his over full arms and uh, go rushing back off to his Trevor's going to go downstairs and see if Melia wants to cuddle. <laughs> Jesus. I'm joking. <laughs> I was I was ready to play that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Stepping on Harkos' toes. Uh, okay, so uh, you, you both sleep uh, and you get a, a full rest. Uh... And uh, wake up a a little early the the next morning because you're going to bed a little early. So uh, you wake up and uh, you smell breakfast. Uh, Head towards the the foods room. Trevor, when you leave your bedroom, uh, roll roll a perception real quick. Oh, jeez. Can you do that? (laughs)
I fucking did. It's a 19. Okay, then, so when you go to leave your room, um, as you open the door, you'll see on the ground there is uh, a piece of paper that says, you do not understand how badly I really did need those blankets and pillows. Thank you very much, your friend Harkos. And there's a handful of feathers there. It says, P.S., make whatever you want with these. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Uh, so you, uh, or do you head down to breakfast? Yes. Okay. Uh, so you head downstairs and, uh, the, where, where that goofy, like, curtain room door thing was, uh, that is all opened up and there is, uh, y- you can smell food coming from that direction. Wonderful. I, I'm pocketing Harkos's feathers, by the way. Okay. You didn't just leave them? Fuck no! <laughs> this has been like a quest for me! <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, One quest down. Okay. That was, that was a main quest. You just didn't know about it. Alright, uh, so you head downstairs, you go through the door and, and into yeah. the dining room. and uh, Through through the curtain into the dining room. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so you head in, and uh, Harkos, you already you already know this because uh, you know you were there first. Yeah. Uh, so seated at the table is uh, Melia at her at the head of the table where Elian sat before, uh, and she is flanked by Puffles on one side and Selena on the other. Uh, and then, uh, they've got, uh, two places next to them that are ready for you. And at, unlike before, the rest of the table is not set obnoxiously like, uh, it was at the bruncheon. So there's just, uh, two more spaces for the two of you. Woot. I'm going to go sit down. Okay. Uh, there is a ni- it's a nice little breakfast spread. Uh, there are some pancakes and uh, there is bacon and sausage and syrup. And it's a, just a nice little hearty breakfast. Sweet. Um, is is Melia already in there? Yeah, yeah. She's already, she's sitting at the head of the table where Elian sat before. Uh, good morning. Or more. She's got a mouthful of pancakes. <laughs> I'll sit down and start eating. <laughs> uh, so Puffles has a uh, just a fistful of bacon that he's <laughs> that he's attacking. I, I like and, Puffles even more now. <laughs> and uh, Selena is very uh, politely taking small cuts of uh, pancake and eating it. Very proper. <laughs> Barely any syrup. Like oh. She doesn't want to make a mess. You said barely any, not none. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's she's, some, she's just not a ton. It. It's probably more of a yeah. dipper than a smotherer. Yeah, exactly. That's fair. Uh, so, Melia swallows the, the big-ass chunk of pancake uh, and uh, says, well, uh, were the accommodations okay? Duh. Uh, it was uh, a little 
chilly in my room last night, but nothing, nothing bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> was there like a draft through the window? Like, is is it something that we should look into? I, yeah, you may, maybe. Harkos is just could... staring daggers through his. I, it, it had to have been a, a draft. So yes, she, yes. She slams her hands down on the table. She's, this is just unacceptable. I will need to go up and look immediately. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. It's, I'm it's sorry, not I'm weak. <laughs> <laughs> I did not destroy anything, but I definitely confiscated all of the blankets and pillows, including Trevor's. So, I was <laughs> attempting to avoid that, Hakos. I am not a liar. I am just weak. She, she, she points at you. She, I knew it. I knew you'd do it. I knew it. I tried so hard. put extra pillows in your room. Should have put extra pillows in your room. I tried so very hard. Huh. Huh. He, he did politely ask. Did he? Yes, he did. No. Yes. <laughs> I ordered... You politely asked. I took. Mm. I could have said no. He. He could have, and I would have taken them in the night. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Why are we having a conversation about this? Well, Uh, Bill's character. Stolen. Bill's nests. Stolen dressings of aside, uh, Puffles has some news. Um, well, is not good news. Oh no! Uh, I was able to break the locks on all of the injection sites. Uh, like I said, it was a creative but inhumane method of keeping everything together it was a very complicated series of different machineries and and arcane tools that were being used as many of them i have never actually seen before but there is more unpleasantness that follows but uh you had mentioned that the priest was saying some uh unpleasant things trevor uh, yes, very much so. Well, uh, even after disconnecting him from the machinery and getting him into the infirmary at the barracks, he was still spouting that nonsense. Um, well, it, what I ended up doing is uh, I poured over my tome and checked him over, and I think that he's been alchemically brainwashed um that's that sounds like a problem it it is a problem yes so oh, okay hang on for for my sake what what he say he did that made him think that he's been brainwashed? Well, he poured, a, he, like, he checked his tomes and uh, kind of the symptoms and stuff, and that that is his his arcane diagnosis is that he's been he's been brainwashed. Um, 
where where is he now? Uh, currently, he is strapped to an examination table in the uh, infirmary at the barracks. Maybe I should take a look at him also. Just, I I don't know. Maybe maybe there's something else. Well, that is going to be somewhat inevitable that you're going to be checking him because I think I know what to do to fix what is going on with him. And I don't think that you're going to like it. Oh, boy. I already don't like it because of how you're talking about it. Well, well, the idea that I had is that this... uh, what what it seems that basically has been done is that he's been brainwashed into feeling and thinking the same way that the cult does. Uh, and what they did, it seems, is actually take a piece of that creature that you slayed within the temple and actually inserted it into the priest's mind through the use of alchemy and various arcane machinations. So, the idea that I had was to put the two of you in there as well and have you drive out the invading influence. I hate you a little right now. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> and how might I ask do you plan on doing this the, this is really the part that you are not going to like we replicate some of what happened and uh basically we will convert you the the two of you your um your soul uh if you want to think of it that way or your spirit uh or your consciousness we will actually convert that through those arcane machines into a liquid form and then uh pump you into the priest so that you can uh fix him from the inside Oh dear. This sounds like a terrible idea. Um, well, uh, I honestly don't know what else could be done. Uh, I, you, your idea of just slapping him. Oh, great, my dog just, just shook right <laughs> next to I, I the fucking that. microphone. Thank you, Echo. You are now part of the internet show. Yeah. Yeah, how do you feel about that? she's so happy like i could just just see her wiggling right now (laughs) she's a good girl uh but i i honestly don't know of any other way that we could uh we could fix your idea of just slapping him obviously did not work so uh obviously that did not work however i 
I had another thought. Which is? Well, as I've been coming into these new powers of things, I... I've I've felt things that I it seems you've already identified the problem so maybe it's it's nothing special but a second set of eyes or magic or whatever happens could maybe give us different answers hmm well yes I I, I don't disagree on principle uh you know, more eyes on the problem could definitely help, but uh, this is uh, this is a, an odd situation. So uh, agreed. But we cannot just allow a uh, a man of the you know a a a, a priest of Lathander who has such a close tie to the god himself be infected in this way the the problem becomes even greater when you follow the web back to from the priest back to lathander if there is an illness there it can spread you would think a powerful god would want to take care of his servant anyways just saying nope I, I don't know how long you've been around, but most gods do not just uh, stick their fingers into real-world problems and solve well, them for us. Whatever mine apparently is, is definitely meddling often. Hmm. Well, I, it, then yours is a rarity. <laughs> As I've been, I've been following my god for a long time, and very rarely does anything happened that uh, could not be justified by just mere chance or luck. Well, mine has personally spoken to me multiple times over the last Well, you few don't days. have to rub it in, Trevor. Since pretty much since we've been here, which is uh, disturbing and wonderful and uh, yeah, yes. Well, but what is your suggestion? Because you seem to be beating around the bush a little bit about it. I did. I told you what I thought my my just to take a look and see if you could figure something out look I'm not fully aware of exactly what I can do so it's 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 a chance either way either something happens and it helps us or we do your idea which sounds absolutely terrifying <laughs> uh, most most arcane experiments are are somewhat terrifying, yes. Oh, yes, lovely. So, uh... So I get to cover adventuring into caves to take out cults and kobolds and adventuring into mines with arcane experiments all within a matter of a few days. Oh, you are an exciting bunch. Hey, you, uh... You you chose to come here just like the rest of us. We're just... huh? yes 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 I did. I did not expect it to be quite what it has turned out to be. However, that being said, I am quite proud to have adventured with all of you. It is definitely a high point. It 
despite how, again, terrifying most of this has been. Hmm. Well, I'll, at least you could say that you're uh, seeing seeing the world in a different, fun way, correct? Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> why... Yes. Fun. So why don't why don't we uh, why don't we finish up our breakfast and we will uh, go and check out our patient. I, I'm I'm gonna grab a handful of bacon myself and stand up and go. I'm going to go ahead and head that way uh, <laughs> and munch as I go. <laughs> uh, Harcos, are you gonna follow? Yeah, so uh, actually Harkos is going to look up from his plate because he's definitely, uh, I've, I've just been having him shoveling food into his mouth because um, I, I did not have a good day. Um, and he's going to look up and, Trevor, are we, are we going, we, did we, did we talk about the priest? I'm sorry, I was very focused on, you can explain on the way, let's, let's go, I'm very excited to be helping the priest. Canonically, Harkos did not listen to Puffle's <laughs> horrid idea that would scare him to the bone. Um, I've made that decision because I was very embarrassed about my nest, and so Harkos buried his attention into his plate. All right. Uh, so you, the the two of you, uh, then will leave the manor. Uh, oh, and go ahead. Pause. Oh. Pause. Harkos is going to make a plate and take it to the butler. I wanted to do that. I wanted to take him Aww. breakfast. No. The other two can be fed too if they want, but I wanted to personally take the butler a plate of food. Okay. A big old honk of plate gonna, of food. Are, are you going to wait for him to do this, or Trevor? Um. No. No. I'm. I'm heading on out. Okay, uh, so Harkos, you take a plate of food up to the butler. Uh, he is gracious, and uh, you see he solemnly nods. He doesn't he doesn't try to make a move for the door or anything. He mm-hmm. he takes the plate and goes and sits down and, and eats. Uh, Trevor, yes, you leave the manor. Go ahead and roll a perception check for me. Ooh, that's 22. Damn. My perception right. is good today. Tomorrow's uh, going to so, suck. So, <laughs> from somewhere off in the distance, you hear uh, a lot of commotion and some shouting. Oh, lovely. Oh, God damn it. What, which direction? Towards the mine. Uh, all right. I've got... Yeah, I'll head that way. Okay. Uh, so you head that way, and uh, you can notice that there are uh, some people that are kind of like picking themselves and up and dusting themselves off, and uh, some like carts that have been overturned, and and some other stuff like that. And you see uh, off in the distance that there is a group of folks that are running towards the mine. Um, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, so one of the guards stops, and he turns and looks at you. Uh, Trevor, hi. What? Uh, what is going on? Uh, well, it seems the priest has lost his mind, and he has uh, uh, escaped and ran to the mine. Uh, and that 
is where we will call it for tonight. Uh, yeah, of course it is. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, no, not all right. Not all right at all. <laughs> well, <laughs> I just want you all to know that you're listening to this, you know, and, and everything's cool because you just listened to last week's episode, but we're actually recording this many weeks beforehand, and we have a bunch of holiday stuff coming up, which means I just got cliffhangered for like three weeks. <laughs> Well, it gives you plenty of time to think about what you want to do once you catch him, right? now the curtain's open. It's all the <laughs> yeah, way open. There's, Just there's everybody your knows. Pay, Look, now pay you no can attention see the... to the recording trio behind the curtain. <laughs> Look at the smoking mirrors. <laughs> all right, uh, well, like three weeks. Three weeks. This is... This, well, mm. All right, all right, all right. The, the plus side on. to this is we have a, a, a family and friends like Saturday game that we play where I get to DM and I can take my aggression out on him for these next three weeks. <laughs> all right, well let's get this uh, let's get this this curtain back closed. Uh, thank you everyone for joining us at our table. Uh, you know it's really exciting. We're getting into you know New Year. I uh, we're we're full on in, in 2020 second episode second episode of 2020 yeah I uh, and uh, starting the well, year out strong go ahead <laughs> and uh, Brad where can these folks get a hold of us in the new year uh, you can subscribe to us on our website at ritgeekpodcast.com or any of your favorite ear bacon stations. And also, we're really active on Twitter, so if you want to get a hold of us, you can uh, find us at Roll in the Geek. That's R O L L I N T H G E E K. Thank you very much, Brad and Nick. This week, you are the sound transmutationist. Uh huh. You interesting. Uh, the tra- the transmutation school. Yeah, no, no, it's, I got oh, you. I understand. Yeah, you, yeah. Well, you're acting like I'm talking crazy shit over here. Well, uh, I mean, Brad, you- shut up and let Ken boost my ego. <laughs> uh, Nick, you convert our random, meaningless babble at sometimes into <laughs> into the proverbial. <laughs> Into the proverbial <laughs> ear bacon that it should yes! be. Yes, yes. Please convert us something fun to go out on. Uh, so you just heard episode fourteen. I'm not gonna try and rhyme with fourteen again. Um, because <laughs> again, as I've been saying for weeks now, the teens are a horrible thing to rhyme with. Um. But it's okay, because even though Brad has to deal with the cliffhanger for a really long time, we hope that by next week we can lift teen your spirits with episode 15. Mm. Fuck off. Don't you fucking <laughs> snicker at me. <laughs> and uh, as always, a hootie hoo from Harkos, because he and I love to send those out like they're fucking candy. Um, and a quick uh, side note. Also, you may have noticed we've been posting about it uh, online a little bit and stuff. 
I've been meaning to say it for weeks and keep forgetting every time because I write these damn parodies every week. So my brain's a little frazzled by the time we get to the end. But if there is a song that you would like to hear me ruin, or there is a song that you think I can't possibly ruin with lyrics about Trevor, Harkos, D&D, other things that I decide to make words with, feel free to let us know whether it be through a comment on something or on the Twitter page that Trevor is so kind, Brad is so kind to share with us every week. Let me know. I am more than willing to work with whatever you give me. Please be kind. I know you won't, but I can still beg. Um, and yeah, I would love to have you guys be a part of this thing that I do every week that makes all of the ear bacon burnt. Um, so... In dealing with that, uh, Ken actually suggested this week's uh, rendition, and I, I uh, as as all three of us do here, I rolled with it. And so here this week we have a lovely song. It's nice, short and sweet. And uh, Miss Aniston, if you hear this, we'd love to have you on. So, <laughs> or anybody, but Brad is very particular about which set of friend he wants to have join us. Without further ado, this week's song from me to you. <clears throat> so no one told you what would happen this Friday. You're trapped with Trevor and Harcos and cannot get away. The stories are here for your ears. And when you've had a long week and need some hope, that's when you will hear rolling in the geek because we're nerds just like you rolling in the geek and we have shit weeks too rolling in the geek and we love all of you short sweet and to the point it was very short and sweet it was a lot shorter it's a lot shorter than normal but you know it's hey well happy 90s everybody <laughs> she just gets slapped in the face with the. <laughs> you can't, you can't do it without the clap, 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 claps. No, I it's just. Oh god. Okay. Cool. <sighs> That's awesome. <laughs> Well, that was this week's lesson, and if you hadn't chanted through the entire thing, maybe you would understand your place in this world, you dirt. Now unbind me from this pyre. Wait, where are you all going? Come back here! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.